What's happening, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and the Baker, back at you with another Scarf Life podcast. The Baker. What's How up, man? Living, baby? No complaints here. No complaints here. You know, it's uh, it, it's been an interesting couple of weeks since we last spoke to the folks. A lot, lot of news, which that's kind of, you know, always a pleasant pleasant experience to actually have something exciting going on regarding RSL that isn't, you know, if you kind of forget about everything else that's going on in the world regarding the club and the sale of the club and all that good stuff, it almost feels like a regular preseason. Almost. You know, you, you kind of got to ignore the stuff we've basically been talking about. Well, here's what we're going to do today. Ever. We're going to focus on a few strict topics. And before you tell the people what we're going to talk about, may I tell them what we're not going to talk about? I mean, if, if that does it for you, go for it, Chief. We're not going to talk about ownership today. None. Right. Zero. Zilch. No ownership discussions at all. Don't do that. Stop. Stop with the buttons. Stop with the buttons. Um, watch like something hit Twitter right now and it's like new owner yeah. is Always announced happens. for real Salt Lake. <laughs> I'm actually going to hit you refresh just to be safe. The, the moment that happens, we're jumping back online and doing a podcast. I don't care if we're in the middle of like meetings with executives in our real jobs. We're jumping online, talking about ownership. Oh, so, so talk, I, for um, what it's worth, for what it's ahead. worth, I do think the likelihood of, Ownership news anytime preseason is is basically not going to happen. I actually think it's the re- did you see that whole the RSL way thing? Like the, the email? Like, no, like the yeah the manifesto that like well, yeah Tony wrote like how this is what it means to be real. So like it was a it was a well written document. You know, I think some of it was fluff. If we're going to be honest with ourselves, well, there's stuff. also there's a there's a whole bunch of I know you don't live in this area no more, homie. Mm-hmm. The, now there are just regular like RSL commercials on, right? That don't sell you season tickets. It's just like we are RSL. Here's what we do. Here's who we are. That's it. They just leave it at that. I, I going with the simple approach, um, but but I do think the reason we got the quote unquote RSL way is is I think the front office needed to buy a little goodwill. If we're going to be totally honest. And right. I think it's the type of thing that, like, if you knew there was an owner coming in, like, two weeks, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't write that without an owner's input, obviously. And I think the fact that they wrote it and released it is probably indicative of the fact that, hey, we, we've got a ways to go. But, yeah, anyway, that's a little weird intro tangent. Yeah. And not what, what, the, uh, what the podcast is going to be about. What's the podcast going to be about? Well, we've got wood. There we go. That's a freebie. That's um, gonna be, uh, yeah. Yeah, that should be the subject line of this podcast. Yes, yes. We got wood. We would be like the ten thousandth person to make that joke. I haven't um, seen it once, bro. You haven't spent enough time on Twitter, clearly. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got some dates. You know, New Jersey's preseasons, regular seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Some news around um, our boy Herrera. 
Yeah. And uh, and then just, you know, we'll briefly mention the Super Draft. Nothing too exciting there. Well, let's get into the wood. Man, you, you want to know what my thought regarding RSL's, like, off-season uh, acquisition has been? You know I do. I, re- I really wish it was 2015. Scratch that. I really wish it was 2014. And we were mm-hmm. getting ready for the 2015 uh, season. Mm-hmm. Like, signing all of these dudes that were... And when I say all of these dudes, it's like two. It's, you know, Wood and uh, Ruben. But, like, all these, like, former, like, U.S. men's national team, like, hype pieces and like dudes that were going to be you know breaking through with the national team and they're going to play in europe and you know like it was never going to be the same and there's the world cup is ours and obviously things didn't pan mm-hmm. out that way but yeah man I, I i look at these two these two guys uh like i said ruben and wood and i'm like man we are really ready for that 2015 season so what you're telling me is you're excited about the signing of Bobby Wood by Real Salt Lake, a former U.S. international regular, right? That currently plays in the Zweite Bundesliga in Germany. It's the second division in Germany. And who has a pretty good goal-scoring record? Mm, I mean... Or are you not excited about it? Because I'm pretty excited about it. Like it's, so. it's finally a name I recognize, right? And Bobby Wood was pretty good for many years. And I know that he has recently fallen off with his current club in the Zweite Bundesliga. Right. But, man, um, a goal scorer is going to do what a goal scorer does, which well, is like, that's goal. the thing. It's, I mean, so, so yeah. If you are a U.S. like men's national team soccer fan, and you never really got into the whole like European scene, Bobby Wood is probably the most well-known. Let's be really clear: we haven't signed the guy yet, but basically the writing's on the wall. Um, but he's I probably did. huh? I thought the the, the I, I thought the um, the phraseology here was that we did sign him. But he's not joining until no later than the summer. Right. So, so he, yeah, that's one part of it is that he wouldn't join until the summer because he, he does currently have a, a contract with uh, the Hamburger SV. Um, it's... Excuse me. It's Hamburger SV. Wow. You're such a yeah. pimp. Uh, <laughs> someone lived in Germany. <laughs> um, the, no. the Bundesliga is my favorite league in the world. It's a great league. After the MLS. It's a great league. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's not like it hasn't been announced by any clubs. It hasn't been announced by MLS. Um, right now, it's there is an basically like a pre-contract that he will sign a contract once he is available to do so with RSL. But yeah, officially not signed yet. By all. Well, so there is hope. I mean, there's the. I mean, it really depends on your what your definition of hope is. Um, let me ask. Let, let me rephrase the question. Would okay. you like to see Bobby Wood at RSL in 
TY 2021. I'm so like, I, I don't think he's like the fix to all of our problems. I know that that's not a very popular opinion at the moment. Um, but he, you know, like, let, let's be really clear. The dude had his best season like five years ago. Um, and he's been pretty consistently trailing off since then. Like, that's that that's a fact. Like, statistically speaking, that's a fact at this point. He's He's gotten to the point where he, I mean, he's, as far as this year goes, is playing junk minutes, you know, like nothing, nothing north of 30 um, for his current club. And even then it's, it's not, not always like they are, he, he, he misses games just as frequently as he makes games. Um, so we're definitely getting a guy who, if there's any soccer left in him, has got something to prove. It he's helps like that he's 28. He's 28. Yeah. yeah. So uh, keep in mind the, he's a center forward who, you know, he's got that kind of like false nine winger type situation going on. So like it, 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 the way he plays that striker role, it's not, you know, he's not going to have a career until he's like 38. I'm just, you know, calling that right now. Um, I, from what I've heard, though, he's coming in as a TAM signing, so not a DP spot, um, which which I think that's a nice, good bit of business. You know, we, we the, the ownership situation being where the ownership situation is, like we got to be realistic about the resources we do or, more importantly, don't have as a club right now. Um, I, I think given the circumstances that RSL's front office finds itself in, he's the best we could possibly do. Yes, so, there's my that's, answer. That's, that's all I wanted you to say, because that statement I agree with. I have a feeling Bobby Wood, at age 28, having played in Europe, coming back to the U.S., new lease on life, new lease on his career, is gonna kill it. Absolutely kill it. You know, we we, we have had pretty good luck with second division major European league players before Javi Mo comes to mind Saborio comes to mind they're both second division major European leagues players right well well, you know I have to remind you that so was uh, Ortuño he came from the sp- second Spanish league no Ortuño came from the first league I thought nah nah first or second second for right. sure I'll look it up he's a special case um I, I think Bobby Wood at number nine is as good as we can hope for. Actually, honestly, better than I thought we could hope for for this particular season. So I'm very excited to see what Bobby Wood can do for our club in FY, excuse me, CY2021 as soon as he comes on. And here's my early prediction. Most goals per games played in RSL in this 2021. I, j- I just have a, I have a good feeling. And you know me, I never have a good feeling. I always think everyone's going to suck. I have a really good feeling about Bobby Wood coming in and just killing it for RSL. That's just my thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, define killing it. Like, 
you know, it, it, so there was this, there's this tweet that KSL, so he comes in, in, in June and he plays mm-hmm. June, July, August, September, October. Let's not get carried away with November and December. Right. right. So he's, let's say he's playing for four months fully. Yeah. Let's just say four months, four months, is, four months should yield about 16 games. I think he scores 10 goals. Okay. So, so you're, you're talking almost a goal a game. Yeah, whatever it is, point seven, point yeah. six, which is like ridiculous. You know, in in MLS standards, that that really could be like two games. <laughs> you know, nothing, 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 and then we play like yeah, he could Cincinnati have like Cincinnati and win two hat tricks or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nonetheless, I have a good feeling about Bobby Wood coming over. He hasn't played in the U.S. in a while. Um, if you ever watched it. Zweite Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, competitive fucking footy. Excuse my French there. Competitive footy there. It's competitive. It's it, it's rough. It's harsh. It's, 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 you know what I mean? It's it's high quality stuff. And for some reason, I do, <laughs> I do watch it sometimes, right? Yeah, I mean, no one's going to doubt the second German league. Like, it's a, it's it's a, a good, good league. league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I I think Bobby Wood. I'm excited. I'm I'm genuinely excited. I, I'm not gonna say I got wood. Good. Ta-na-na, ta-na-na. Don't even. But I'm excited. I think, I think the dude's gonna come in. I hope, because I was reading the articles and he's trying to. He would potentially try to get out of his contract earlier. Right. Make it over earlier. That would be awesome. Um, I'm genuinely thinking like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 goals per games played or per 90 minutes played. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could, guy. I could see that. He's got like, he's got like a real, uh, how should we put this? Like a real like plata energy, but yeah, c- kind of bigger. Um, yeah, well, way bigger. Yeah, stronger, way stronger. Yeah. Well, uh, who isn't bigger than plata? Like right. my my index finger is bigger than plata, but yeah, he's got the plata energy. But on top of that, look, he, dude's 28, mm-hmm. right? I, I think he's matured at this point to like, I just want to be good somewhere, right? And just kill it. And I think, I, I, especially the first year or two, I think, I think after playing all the European, you know, places, right? it's going to, come to him i don't want to say easy but easier than he's used to right yeah i think yeah. will just slow down a little bit and that's why i'm thinking like i i have i have an i have a stupidly good feeling about what he's gonna come in and do for us okay having is, said is that it, i was gonna i had the same this. feeling about ortunio <laughs> right yeah like ortunio was gonna be like the man for a while and he could have been if he could have just shut the hell up and kept his head down and just played. Hey, man, someone's got to drive all those sports cars around, Sandy. Yeah. It's called living. So I got a question. Yeah. Is, are you excited enough about this signing that you think it drastically changes our season this year? Oh, we're still not making the playoffs. But are we – Are because in my mind, like we are like basically pencil us in for bottom three. 
Like that's that's literally how I'm walking around right now, and I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah. Like I'm cool with it. Do you think suddenly getting Bobby Wood helps with that? In my mind, it gets us out of penciling us in for it. <laughs> we, we it might not be a sure thing. Depends when he shows up. Right. Yeah. And and he, just you kind of he's not gonna that. have a he's not gonna have the Lodero impact. I think. Right. We're suddenly like we're on a tear. Yeah. He comes in yeah. half season. We're bottom three, and suddenly we're like top three. Right. Let's um, be also clear. He's not getting paid Lodero money. Right. Which apparently is not as much as we thought. <laughs> yeah, um, a couple couple mil, I think. Yeah, I, I totally thought Lodero was like a five six mil a year player should have been his agent um, i don't think i still don't think we're winning any silverware right other than a best case scenario like the rocky mountain cup right and even even that is like we gotta fight for that that's thing. a stretch yeah right. no i don't think i don't think it changes that much okay well what i think it does is it gives me excitement and hope you know what man the baker at the end of the What's day up? i'm just excited shit's happening man yeah, yeah. I mean, once again, watch your language, uh, watch your profanity. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know, like they released dates and stuff, and we'll get into that next. Um, but yeah, like it's it's cool that things are happening, and it's you know, like it's just really, really, really exciting. Um, you you mentioned something that I think regarding Bobby Wood that. I don't want to gloss over because I do think it's kind of important, especially around the whole summer thing. Um, so right now, the dude's getting paid. Like, he is making a healthy, healthy living uh, with his current club. Um, and for whatever reason, falling out of favor, he's had some injuries, not exactly, uh, you know, you know, not exactly, how should we put this, very effective when he has been on the field. Um, he straight up just hasn't... He hasn't done super well. But all of that's combined for this, like, very expensive asset uh, on, on their books that as a team, they're probably, you know, ready to unload, which I think could bode well. So so you mentioned that he's trying to get out of his contract. It It's very likely that his current team also wants to end that contract as soon as possible um, and just get him, get him out the door. So yeah. we're both old enough to well, have I mean, been you're, you're older than me. It's very important by a lot. But we're both old enough to have been in relationships that we are no longer in. Okay. Right? Right. Just to be clear, my girlfriend listens to this podcast religiously. So right. let's go ahead and... Well, she's the beneficiary of this statement I'm about to make. All right. I'm just saying we're, we're entering... <laughs> I'm, I'm officially on guard here, okay? Well, mine doesn't. So there's... Okay. But we're both old enough to have had relationships before where life at some point just seemed miserable. Right. Okay. It's a little dark, but I get what you're going for. Okay, may maybe miserable is a dark part, but everyone that listens to this, unless you're 16, and even in some cases, in that time, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And you leave 
a certain relationship and you get into a new relationship, it's on paper the same setup, right? It's you and another person. But you feel a hundred times better about yourself, right? And your surroundings and like the drama goes away. I relate sports contracts to a similar scenario, right? So maybe he got into a contract with a certain team for, with, with certain speculations or stipulations. And maybe he's just no longer, maybe he doesn't feel like himself anymore, right? Maybe he just needs to get out and explore other options, if you will, right? Like, that doesn't mean any of the passion or fire or any, any, any of that other stuff where his skills went away. Maybe he's just not performing because this club, in this case, killed his passion. We have all been there. Well, not all of us, but many of us have been there where you're in, at a company, make it a job, and, and the company no longer makes you want to do your best. I have a feeling that this dude, Bobby Wood in this case, is getting out of this bad relationship, is getting out of a bad company just in time because let's face it, he's not 38, he's 28. And he realizes he probably has seven to nine years left in a soccer career. Man, that's, I feel like that's very generous, but okay. Seven to nine. I mean, at a, a center forward, a good center forward. That just, I mean, Saborio is still playing. He's well, like ninety six. Yeah, dude, dude's one hundred and thirty eight, and right gets get gets better every year. It seems. So, th- that's why I have a good feeling. I, I I don't think. Well, actually, you know what? This is now. I just talk my way off of my own high. I don't think our ownership group and management group would you know hire someone. But never mind, because. We don't have an ownership group, really. But look, if I'm him, I'm like, this is the second lease in life. This is my opportunity to, to extend my career by maybe not seven to nine, but four to six years at the very least. A 34-year-old forward, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean... The I, captain of... of, of A.S. Roma right now is 34 years old. I think Jacob. Sure. I mean, we are talking different level of right. striker, different, like different obviously. pedigree. Yeah. Um, Lachlan is 39. He got a red card today. Did get a, how great was the uh, uh, Milan Derby today? I did not watch it. Or as I like to call it, the, uh, the uh, Balkan Bowl. It's basically the Balkan Bowl. Yeah, yeah it was like Croatia, Serbia, and Bosnia. Or, well... Maybe not too many Bosnians, but a lot of ex-Yugoslavs on Lots that field. Lots of itches. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's like a joke there for two people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's two. Yeah, two other people that besides these two people that understand it. Right. Um, no, man. I, I I think where I will agree with you is the man. Hopefully, should not have. He's got enough reasons to want to play very, 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 very well. Like, I, I would agree. Like, this is a golden opportunity. You can 
for lack of a better word, you can revive your career with RSL right now. And we will absolutely love you for it. And we will gladly, my understanding is that it's like a two-year contract with a third-year option. Um, like do really, really well for us. And I'm sure the club would love to send him on his merry way for a, for a, for a payday. Um, that all being said, I feel like I was literally saying this exact phrase word for word this time last year. I feel like Rossi came in and it's like, well, he was injury prone, but like now he stayed healthy and he's going to revive his career. And like, he's got yeah, all the motivation he wants to play, you no. know? I think the health is the key difference, but like ultimately it's a similar situation. Dudes who weren't playing all that much. Um, obviously Rossi's case is more extreme in that he didn't even have a club yeah. at the time. Um, but I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just like once bitten, twice shy type of thing. I don't, I, I'm not getting the Rossi vibe here at all. I, I'm like, I, not even the tiniest little bit. Rossi, to me, was always a nice-to-have off-the-bench, maybe sometimes guy, right? And, I mean, the chances of him being a, becoming a world-beater is like the chances of, like, I don't know, winning at Kino, right? Yeah, there's a chance, very, very small chance, because there are years and years and years of history of what he did. As far as I know, Bobby Wood is not injury prone. I think he, he had was... a brief stretch there with a knee, but for the most part, I think he's good. Yeah, but, right. Well, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a difference between like being out with an injury for a while versus like every year you play sure. hockey games because of an injury. Right. Um, the second thing is he was a regular starter for this team just last year when they were in the Bundesliga, I think. Right. Um. So th there's a lot of factors in play here. I, I think just the fact that, that I was reading he would like to get out of his contract earlier, if he can sign the RSL contract early, tells me he just wants to play. Right. I mean, remember, yeah, that's fair. Dude, dude's still 28. Right. right. He just wants to play. He wants to get out and play. And I disagree with you. Like, if you do well for us for a couple of years, we'll, we'll sell you somewhere else and get you paid. I really hope that, and God damn it, I, th I said we're not going to talk about the ownership structure here, but I hope the new ownership structure that comes in, if he does well for us for a couple of years, he gets paid here. He doesn't have to go anywhere else. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, let's face it, he's not going to get recruited by Juventus or Manchester United at that right. point. Right. He's a th he'll be a 30, 31-year-old striker from Major League Soccer. Right, so let's keep that in mind. So, anyways, no, I'm not getting the Rossi vibes at all from him. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see Bobby Wood, and the fact that he hasn't played much this year actually is a good thing from my perspective. He should come in fresh, right? Um, less injury risks. Bring him on. Let's play. Let's let's score some goals. Let's let's put the ball on frame with power a lot. And I think um, we need that for us. Last little thing about Bobby Wood. Um, him and Demir are, uh, are former teammates. And apparently uh, it's it's been reported that one of the things that helped 
Bobby Wood with his decision was actually talking to Demir about Real Salt Lake. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, FC Union Berlin. Yeah. Uh, They're doing real good right now. Have you seen them lately? I can't say I have, but. They're they're pushing for uh, the European qualifying places these days. Yeah, not sure they'll make it, but they're they're like right on the verge. They need a streak to get there. All right, let's move on. Let's. Um, well, I said we would talk about this next, so might as well talk about this next. I mean, I think I said we talk. It doesn't really matter. We'll get to it all anyway. But we got some dates released today. That's right. Um, I, I feel like the last time you and I spoke to RSL Nation was just under two weeks ago. Yep. And we were talking about like, yeah, any any day now, we should be expecting some kind of preseason schedule or something to be released. That's right. And uh, we, we weren't that far off. I can't say we were right, but definitely weren't wrong. So we, the, the no, clubs. No, we were wrong. I was wrong. What would you say? Uh, I didn't think that the kickoff was going to be in April. Yeah, that is true. That was a very so. Yeah, you kind of let the cat out of the bag. But uh, opening weekend will be April third and fourth, and historically, it's been that first weekend in March. Yeah, um, it's a month delay basically. Yeah, and obviously the you know the big the you know the the elephant in the corner of the room is obviously covid like all right. of this is covid dependent it's being pushed off because of covid the league needs more time to plan and um because of covid there are essentially negotiations about the players salaries with the players union so um that timeline is dependent on there obviously not being a strike which we say this, I feel like, every year or every time it's time to renew that collective bargaining mm -hmm. agreement. But it feels like it's a somewhat real possibility that the players will go on strike. Um, but, yeah, it, it's as of as of right now, April 3rd and 4th is our tentative uh, season kickoff. So Saturday, yeah. Sunday, which... That just feels good. That's just good to say out loud. Like, we have a date to start looking forward to officially. It is. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's probably a month later than I was hoping it would be. Well, rephrase. I mean, month later than, than it usually is, right? Um, but, yeah, it, it's good to know that there is a plan that will kick us off. And according to the plan, we'll still be done with the MLS Cup in a regular time frame, like November, December, right? So what that tells me, uh, did you read anything about a condensed schedule? I didn't see anything. So that probably should mean that there's going to be a lot of games, man. They'll be coming at us fast and furious. Right. Midweek games. Yeah. You know so what I, mean? I, I do. So it will feature, according to this, 34 games. So regular season. Um, I think if you compare it to, you know, last year where it was like, hey, you're going to play, you know, three games a week, basically. Like, I think at this point the league's just leaning fully into the, hey, everyone's going to play a ton of games regularly. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then I also wouldn't be shocked if, once again, most teams don't play most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think everyone will have like one or two little like trips, but I, I think it's going to be another one of those things where, you know, you'll see the same, uh, you'll see the same teams more than three times, which historically has been um, kind of the go-to. Huh, that makes sense. Plus, we got we got Austin joining this year. We do have the Austin West. joining this year. Um, they will compete in the Western Conference. That was confirmed. It was widely believed that that would be the case. Uh, but so now there are uh, 14 clubs in the East and 13 clubs in the West uh, for the 2021 season, which, you know, approaching that equilibrium um yeah i i don't know man it's i feel like the whole once again this we're just speculating here i haven't seen anything to suggest that we won't be traveling all that much or facing a lot of eastern competition Mm -hmm. but i think just looking at it last year like i don't think that's doing rsl any favors the west is just so stacked um yeah I'm I'm curious to see when the schedule officially is released, how bad it's going to be. Yeah. Well, we've we've got dates. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Well, I am curious to see what preseason is going to look like. I am too. Very excited for that. What do you think is going to look like? I don't know. I, I think we're probably going to have like a couple of basically mini MLS's back tournaments. You know, I think I could envision one in like the Pacific Northwest for like Vancouver and Portland and Seattle, and maybe they invite a few of the California teams. Another one in like Phoenix or something. Um, you know, and then I don't even know what the rest of the country looks like. But yeah, basically a cup, maybe a couple in like Florida, just. And, and, you know, teams kind of pick which one they want to go to and isolate there for a bit, do some testing. And, you know, I, I actually wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be shocked if we saw a preseason tournament at at Harriman. You know, I know we've hosted one in the past mm-hmm. pretty yep. regularly, I think like the last two or three years in a row. So wouldn't wouldn't be shocked if we have a pretty robust uh, preseason tournament just in our own backyard, which that'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool, especially if if they let some people in. So that'd be awesome. All right, cool. So we'll we'll know more as the schedule is coming out. Looks like we're kicking off early April, which is not bad. You know, it's not great. It's not tomorrow. Well, it's not tomorrow, right? We we want it to be tomorrow, obviously. Right. But uh, anyway, so I'd also I'd also just to be clear, would be totally fine if uh, MLS wanted just to take a gap year, like. You know, as as an RSL fan, I'd be cool if just 2021 was like, hey, let's all just take a break. Or, may, or maybe play for fun. We're going to have a f- play for fun tournament. No silverware awarded. Just me then, yeah. okay. No, you I mean, look. We have to make the things count for what they need to count. Right? Like, let the season play out the way it's supposed to play out. Um, like I said before, our big 
win this year would be just keeping the team in Salt Lake. I'm feeling now that there's a better chance of keeping it than before. So let it play out. There's no relegation. <laughs> but this is one of those random weird years where I'm not like pro-relegation or whatever, right? So yeah, let it play out. Just keep the team here. Let someone else win it. That's fine. I also would not mind it being a practice year. Having said that, and watching football and basketball and what's happening, you know, in other sports lately, I have a feeling by midsummer stadiums are gonna be full. Just my personal feeling. Like like full, like full capacity full? full? full no capacity. Dude, you're insane. I'm telling you. I mean you're and wrong, the, but okay. There might be weird rules around like who does and doesn't get to get in like proof right? of uh something yeah proof there's of vaccination that, there's a vaccination passport talk or whatever um so i'm not saying there might be there might not be weird rules around it but we all know the soccer community i think most soccer community in the us would fall into like the vaccinated right spectrum let's say that way not all, but most. And I'm not saying we're going to see sellouts in every stadium. We don't see sellouts in every stadium anyways. But I would not be surprised if we're seeing, I don't know, in the case of RSL, ten to 15,000 people at Rio Tinto by, I don't know, say late June, early July. I mean, just with like vaccine availability, that's that crowd's going to skew more elderly than anything like you're talking pretty early in the year like right now if you wanted a vaccine you couldn't go get one and i i mean i think that is going to change but i don't think it's going to change in time for you to have these you know full stadiums that you're talking about you're just gonna have like full stadiums of like senior citizens just i i would i'd be okay with that actually i'd be cool with that the more i think about it have like a you know seniors day or something and all the all the senior citizens get like a discounted ticket if you know they've been vaccinated i'd watch that <laughs> just like a nice polite crowd i have a feeling by july most people that want a vaccine will have it my two cents yeah yeah Anything's possible. Look, I'm trying to sign, sign my dad up for a vaccine right now. Right. Right. 70 plus. You cannot get an appointment. You literally, you get on a list that tells you, will notify you when there is, there are appointments, right? So I, I just, but I'm also, there's like two other vaccines, you know, coming out real soon. They're even telling me and I'm, I'm a young buck in my prime, as you know. To be determined. With, with all my health certificates, prime, a primo. And they're telling me like fall, which is BS because fall is based on like one vaccine. There's two others coming out, right? Right, but I think they take that into consideration. Uh, you have more trust in this thing than I do then. No, so, if anything, I have less trust than that. I, I think fall is realistic, but you're talking about going back to the stadium and like... By July, there's no way 
the stadiums are not full. So, so hold on, hold on. Do you think you will be okay? So we're making a couple of assumptions here. We're assuming that in order to go back to the stadium, you have to be vaccinated, which we don't know that that's the case, but I think that's a reasonable assumption. You're saying most people by early summer who want a vaccine will have gotten one. Midsummer. I mean, you, you said July, right? Yeah. I mean, when summer now, now we're like debating like... When does summer, summer start? July, well, I guess, is it June? June, July, August is kind of traditionally summer months. <laughs> June 20th. Okay. I don't know these things, man. Right. So, well, I Googled it. So June okay. 20th is when summer starts officially. So maybe, maybe it's early summer. Yes. I'm saying by July, people will be, stadiums will be full of people. So I'm not okay. sure what that means, but that's going to happen in my opinion. Anyways, okay. let's move on. Okay, we've got what we have one more date. So we talked about the preseason date, we talked about the season opening date, but we're going to want to mark February 12th. Uh, I think it's like 8 a.m. or something. Real mm -hmm. special day. Um, basically, the week prior, we're going to see a bunch of hype about how this is the best jersey ever designed. Mm -hmm. And then inevitably the 12th roll around and RSL Nation will be collectively disappointed about the jersey we get from Adidas. And uh, and then we'll forget about it like five minutes into the first game. But yes, so long story short, February 12th, New Jersey is being released. Nice. And that's the second yes, the away. alternative jersey away, Yep. right? Which, which I do feel like historically has been the less worse out of the two. I think. Histor yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I feel I mean, like the red ones have just been like a hot mess, like the last three releases, basically. Yeah. Literally, in one case, there was like blood splatter. Right. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. It was that was that was on there. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. What was before the blood splat spatter I one? Can't. Was that the boring one? No, was it? Wait, was the blood? I think the blood splatter one was actually in a way, because it was no. white with the red splatter. Right, that's what made it the blood splatter. Like it, it, red wasn't the primary color. I hated that jersey. I forgot how bad that was. I've hated most of our jerseys. I loved our pure white jersey. I loved our... Right, a couple of um, releases ago, yeah. Yeah, I love that uh, pure black jersey. Remember that, like, Save the Earth Day or whatever? Yeah, the Earth Day uh, jerseys that were made out of recycled plastic. Yeah, that might be one of my favorites. Um, I loved our Victory Gold jerseys. Those were awesome. Hitting them with the, with the throwbacks on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just miss long sleeve jerseys in general. I, I still refuse to wear short, short sleeve jerseys. So good news. I do think those are coming back. It was in this like press release, mostly talking about, so some markets are going to get third kits again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where there's like a lot of Jersey sales. So Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, LAFC probably. <laughs> um, uh, but as part of that, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think we're getting long sleeves back. So you might be in luck. That being said, I'm not for the kind of money that they're charging for these. I'm not 
buying a jersey until, you know, there's a semi-decent design on one of these bad boys. Yeah, and I think any design looks better in a long sleeve. And honestly, when it's a long sleeve, the less design, the better. Keep it clean, right? That's keep fair. It, keep it all red. Keep it all white. Whatever you want to do. Cobalt. Um, but anyways, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. Let's see what happens. I'm not holding out too much hope, just so we're clear here. Yes, yes. And here's the thing. I'd be fine with that. If it was just like, hey, I mean, I guess I got to be realistic. Like, it's their job to, you know, sell them, mm-hmm. <laughs> as it were. So I can't I can't knock them too hard. But I was going to say, it'd be nice if they could just, like, not, not overdo the hype. Because I feel like last year, if they said, hey, this is going to be an okay. Because like, last year's wasn't terrible, terrible. Um, I, I'd be all right with that. You know, just say, hey. Yeah, hey. but bro, we're not the target audience here, right? I feel like I'm the definition of the target audience. I have like no. half of my clothes are soccer jerseys. Yeah, but how many RSL proper jerseys do you have? Two, three? Two or three, two, yeah. Three, yeah. Yeah. And we've been season ticket holders for almost a decade. Okay. Right. So, right. That's so what does that tell you? That they need better jerseys. Yeah, we're not big fans of their jerseys. I, I do have the best piece of RSL top shirt, essentially, I have is... Did I ever tell you the story? So, basically, when Mike Petke was let go, they cleaned out his locker. So, the, the you know coach obviously has a locker to, like, change into his athletic gear. And this was, you know, they when they started doing, like, the big letter labeling, so you could tell mm-hmm. whose is who... And they basically, like, we're gonna, just going to throw all of Mike Petke's stuff away. And it was one of those things where Small Lake City just, like, totally worked out super well for me. But a coworker of mine, a good buddy, his buddy, and I'm not going to name, mention any names here. I'm not trying to have people, like, lose their jobs. Like, Snagney Mike Petke's uh, training top. And it was the year they had those like really nice like gray training tops. Uh-huh. It's a little small. The man, the man's not I'm just gonna not say. on the big side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got I've got Mike Petke's. Uh, Is MP on there? It's it's got the MP. I'll take a pick and I'll maybe I'll make it the the logo for this podcast. But um, there you go. Yeah, man, well, you I've, I've got Mike me, Petke's training top. Probably fit me better, and uh, I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's at this point the things just you know. Just fashion, streetwear. It's just, just going to be framed, huh? It, it's it's right up there as far as prized possessions go uh, with yeah. uh, Kyle Beckerman's soccer cleats signed, of course. Yeah. No, I saw that. Of course, of course. Tips anyway, are. so we're getting jerseys on the 12th. Yeah. Hopefully they don't suck. Don't hold your breath. But RSL Nation, we will let you know. We don't have to tell you if you like them or not. If we buy them, we like them. We're picky as heck. We really are. Between the two of us, we have bought. Well, I have one jersey waiting for you. Oh, nice. I I I will say this. The uh, jerseys for the Royals were a very oh, yeah. nice change of pace. Yep. And that gold one especially was one yeah. of the best designed uh, jerseys to come out of. To come out of the organization. Oh, everything period. about the Royals was, I mean, even the Monarchs in some cases. like Yeah, the Monarchs look good. 
Yeah. And I'm looking at like the Monarchs hats and, you know, other things. And it's just, it looks badass. I'm like, okay, so if this is what your junior people are doing, why don't you know pulling them up to do wow. a major league work? You know, uh, I mean, at this point, we've talked about it to death, but basically Adidas is coming in yeah. pretty heavy on the design. Yep, makes sense. Um, right. Last bit of news, and it's kind of a big one. And honestly, like, basically nobody is surprised by this if you've watched 30 minutes of Real Salt Lake last year. But our good good friend Aaron Herrera, uh, yep. he went and got himself noticed in, uh, in two very unique and distinct ways. Um, the first being... You know, kind of an important one is that he actually got called up to the uh, U.S. men's national team. Yeah. Um, and you know, so not the under. Uh, what was that? Uh, Trinidad, right? Yes, Trinidad and Tobago. Um, you know, he'll he'll be on the roster. Hopefully, he makes himself an appearance. So he's he's been a staple for the under twenty threes for a while now. Um, obviously, he's playing well. But it's it's awesome to see him, you know, get. Uh, as far as I know, he hasn't been capped for the first team yet, the senior team. Um, so I'm sure that they're looking to take care of that, even if it is as a as a backup <laughs> in in that right. position. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to you know have a U.S. men's national team member again, uh, hopefully. Not the guy I thought it was going to be. I'll be honest. I thought Glad would be the one representing Real Salt Lake for club and country, but I'll 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 take Aaron Herrera. Yeah, I mean, look, he's up against tough competition. Um, Very. You know, again, I I keep saying this. I've said this before. His competitor in that position is the starter for Barcelona, right? So. <clears throat> I think that leads us to the next piece of news that you mentioned. He got he got himself noticed by some European types. Yeah, yeah, specifically uh, an Italian club in Syria. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find the name now. Uh, Benevento, so like mid to bottom tier, if we're going to be yeah. totally honest. Um, but yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, and we were talking about this for a couple of years, right? We, we Again, I agree with you. I thought Justin Glad was going to go first, but that was probably three years ago, right? And then I think we had the discussion just a couple of weeks ago about, well, I think Justin Glad hit a ceiling, and the ceiling was lower than we thought it was going to be, right? And But as far as him playing for us and in the MLS, plenty good. Plenty good. Right. Yeah. Right? Just, just, I've talked about this just the other week, I feel like. Yeah. Yep. And Herrera is, I think, is a sim- in a similar position, except we don't know what his ceiling is yet. Right. What I can say is over the last two or three years, I mean, this kid has gone through the roof, right? He went from completely unreliable two years ago, provided, as you mentioned at that time, he was playing in this wrong position. We're playing him as a left back right. for some reason, right? Yep. Um, and the last year, two years ago, we switched him to right back. Well, back to right back. Hit it well. And then last year, he just killed it. I, I, would, I would argue MVP 
at yeah. least worst case scenario top three MVP candidates for last year. And maybe and when you say MVP for the team. Yes. Right. Not just the best defensive player. I know he got that like weird award from the team. Yeah, that, that's a no-brainer. I would say him along with Pablo and maybe Damir. And Damir kind of drops off because he was not good much of the year. Right. right? Yep. Um, so it's that two of them. And I think Aaron was more consistent than Pablo in this case. Pablo was just like a – he was just a, a surprise, right? Right. Um, yeah. So I would say Aaron Herrera was the MVP of RSL last year, easily, hands down. Now, I'd love to see him do it again, right? That's sure. where some of the others fall off. Remember, Justin Glad, man, two years in a row, we thought like, oh, my God, this dude's going to be playing for Chelsea next year, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then he hit his ceiling, and it was not as high as we thought it was going to be. So right. let's see what this kid's keep this kid keeps doing i really hope i look i would be happy for him to go to europe but just for him i would be sad for me and us and rsl i hope we just keep him because right. he's everyone every time i mention, i see how we can win a championship with someone they leave right so you leave. you gotta stop stop mentioning yeah. dudes you're gonna win a championship with because it's basically like a take it out of real salt lake basically um, uh, you, you know what I'm thinking? There's a conspiracy here. I think these big European clubs are listening to us, right? For for talent advice, Just doing the scouting forum. That's what it is. Um, that's exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, so obviously, like, there is such a thing as an offer if you're Real Salt Lake at most years, but especially this year you are going to be sensitive to being offered money you can't afford to turn down. I right. I I look at like Jefferson Savarino and the deal where we like ended up retaining I think something like 40% of his ownership and still managed to get like 2 million dollars out of the deal. Uh like yeah. let's let's be really clear. He's Jefferson Savarino is currently crushing it in Brazil. He's absolutely going to move again. And we're going to get a second payday as a club because of that. And that's fantastic. Like, that's just good business. Obviously, I recognize that last year, we could have used a little bit of that Savarino magic and, you know, have him beat some dudes one-on-one -on -one and score some goals for us. Obviously, that's not the case. In, um, in Aaron Herrera's, like case were we to get an offer that we can turn down which i think is very likely at this point next next guy up in that position is like is it i mean it's realistically it's like justin glad like we have no serviceable right back <laughs> um hey. it, it would which that's that's terrifying um i know that we had the uh the mls super draft or whatever and we signed that that kid out of where'd he come from He's, he, I know he's like officially a midfielder, but as they were talking about him, they mentioned the fact that he has experience playing at right back, and they do Brett Brett Halsey. Brett Halsey is the was our first pick at number seven out of the super draft, and basically it was acknowledged in an interview after the fact that they fully expect this guy to be essentially behind Herrera in the depth chart. Mm -hmm. um, which if you're, which is fine if Herrera needs to like take a break or miss a game or two, way less fine if now you went sold Herrera 
and this is your full-time starter. Right. So that's the that's the only part that's kind of bittersweet. Then again, we've said this before, but I'll I'll say it again. We aren't winning thing any we aren't winning anything as far as silverware this year. Might be the perfect year to just sell, get a ton of value, get a nice fat check and you know, use that money when things are a little more stable. Right, but you know you can't just assemble a team and win the next year. I can't remember the last time someone did that in the MLS. NBA it happens once in a while. Actually, not even the NBA. I mean, I think of the Lakers. It took LeBron two years, right, right. to get there. I mean, so, Seattle Sounders kind of blow that apart. They literally signed Ladero and went on. Signed the one guy right. to change their complexity, right? But it's not right. like they went in and, and. By the way, they're losing. Um, what's his name? Jordan Morris off to yeah, Swansea Jordan City. Morris. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's gonna warm some bench over there real good. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I think he might do well actually. He, he, he totally, he's got the Rooney vibe around him, except he's got the Rooney vibe when Rooney was 10 years older than him, around him right now. He's got the but, Rooney vibe circa Rooney in his one year at DC United. Rooney just retired. Did you see that? Like Oh, I, I kind of assumed that had already happened. I didn't realize. Yeah, he was a, he was a player coach. Right. Yep. yep. I remember now. Yep. Yeah. So now he's, uh, he's just a coach, a uh, manager. But anyways. Um, we just have to remember that. So, like, we can't be selling off assets right now and then use the leverage as a result of those asset sales to do well next year, right? If if you're selling those assets off right now, we're not going to do well next year. It's going to be a two, three, four-year process to get them back. And I would really hope, this. this is where I would hope, this is one of those areas where I hoped we would have an ownership structure in place, new owners in place. Because if I own this club and if I go by the gospel that I'm preaching, which is here are the guys I can win a championship with, or here are the guys I need to win a championship with, I'm not parting with those guys. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Like if you, Okay, let, let's be really clear about something. Elliot Fall and Tony Beltran and whoever is left in the front office, when they're talking to fans, they have to, and they and I do mean have to. They literally have to say, "Oh yeah, we're, we're we believe that we are close to winning an MLS Cup or a supporter right. shield." Like like they, you know, the, as 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 stewards of the club, they they can't always be realistic with fans. Um, and if, if the mentality in the front office is, and they genuinely believe that we are quote unquote close to winning something, then yes, no brainer. You have to keep Herrera and you have to keep developing him and you have to keep building around him and you got to bring in offense. I think that's the last thing that he's lacking as a player. Like, you know, I think one or two goals, wouldn't wouldn't hurt um but i also think when they are actually talking about the club and actually talking about the you know and and when they're having those real conversations that fans obviously shouldn't be privy to i think there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that we're probably more than two or three years out from an mls cup right like that's like let's let's be real here like it it's things are unsure 
in a lot of places on the field. And that's okay, right? It's, it's totally fine not to, not to have an answer right now. And if that is the case, which I do think it is, and someone's actually offering you big money for Herrera, I, I mean, it'd be irresponsible not to do it, right? Yeah, but what's big money? Like, I mean, I think for that position and where he's so at in his you, life, 1.7 mil. Okay, so let me ask you this way. So okay. let's just go with 1.7 mil. I'm an owner mm-hmm. who actually just bought the club, and I do want to be in a position where I can win the championship in, say, three years. Right? Am I in a better position or worse position if I have Aaron Herrera on that team? In my mind, no-brainer, better position. Right. Right? Everything else is a gamble. All right. I could make $1.7 million out of it. Cool. I just spent a half billion dollars to purchase the club. Right. But, but so that's actually, I think the exact phrase for that is the sunk cost fallacy. I've already spent money, so therefore it's okay to spend more money. Um, you aren't buying the club not, every not, year. Not, just not make money at $1.7 million back. It's not even spending more money. It's right. It, it's it's not that return. Yeah. But yeah. keep in mind, like there are like roster spots are a thing. And, you know, it's not just the money that it brings. Also the the pedigree of, hey, these guys get dudes to Europe or these guys get dudes to South America, you know, whatever it may be. Like it, it's there's there is a certain appeal there among young players that, hey, you play for Real Salt Lake. You might get some visibility that you normally wouldn't get. Um, so it isn't just like a like I think the net benefit. Money has a lot to do with it, but I wouldn't say it's the only thing. Yeah. I also, don't, keep I, in I don't, mind, I like think... Herrera's contract is going to run out eventually, and then yeah. he's going to walk for free. So you got to sell him or renew the contract, one or the other, right? Fair, and that's the you know, the, that's where you get into the nature of sports as a business, like. Right. Is he always going to be as valuable as he is right now? And, you know, it. I think athletes are one of those quote-unquote assets, and it's weird to talk human, about human beings this way. But, like, you know, he could yeah. suddenly become injury-prone next year, or he could tear an age. You know, like, there yeah, are scenarios yeah. where all of a sudden he loses his value drastically. And and the question becomes always the same. It's just like, all right, what do you do with that money? Right? Like, so you get one point seven. What are you going to do? Are you going to spend 1.7 plus 7 to get a badass striker from South America? Right? I mean, what exact, what, what do you get for 1.7? I was, I was not too long ago looking at the value of my car. I'm like, yeah, I would like a new car. But I also don't like car payments, right? So I'm like, all right. What would my car trade in for? So I looked at it. I was like, eh, all right. it was like seven, eight thousand dollars, right? It's an old car. And then I look at like, what does seven to eight thousand dollars get me? Nothing. It gets you nothing, right? It gets your down payment with with more, you know, payments on top of that. It's the same thing here. It's like, all right, so you sell your old car, your old ride back. What does one point seven get you? I have no idea. It, it creates room in your garage for another car. But you only can play one of them. Like, this is not a car you play with once in a while. We're talking about a car that's your daily driver in this case. Right. And, and I, this, is where the, this is where the car analogy kind of falls apart. 
it it's you know like i i it, it goes back to like those timelines of when you think you can win realistically and if it if it is like three or four years out there's a good chance that you know, I, I don't know Aaron Herrera con Aaron Herrera's contract details off the top of my head, but I think he's got something like two left. So, like, is he going to get... So, you know, in that scenario, like, he obviously has to... You obviously have to sell him while you have a contract with him before he walks on a free, and then that that's basically the worst-case right. scenario. We have done that before. We have, and it's terrible business. So... Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I think the one that stings more is uh, Bofo Salcedo. Yeah. Like, Bofo oh, went to Liga and Mekis yeah. Yeah, on a free. Um, so, so, yeah, you – that's where, like, that, that risk trade-off comes. Like, yeah, Aaron Herrera might get a little bit better and you might get a little more money for him if you wait a year. Or he might tear an ACL and all of a sudden you're getting a fraction right. of what you thought you were going to get. So that's where, like, you know, it, I think the specifics of these hypothetical scenarios we're making up really yeah, do yeah, matter. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I look at the current roster, and MLS is funny. Like, right, let's let's be really clear. It's a funny league. It's built for parity. You absolutely can go from worst to first year over year pretty easily with just a few key additions. But when I look at RSL's roster, it it feels fundamentally broken. And I say that as a lifelong fan. You know, I'm not here to like just be negative for the sake of negativity. And I think that it's broken in some pretty long-term ways that are going to need fixing well past Aaron Herrera's contract expiring throughout Salt Lake. So you're saying, that's that's point, where I'm at, saying. At, at, at this point, what you're saying is like Aaron Herrera is a Ferrari, mm-hmm. but we know we're not winning the Lamont race. Lamont's, but okay. So might as well sell him and see what we get in return, and utilize what we get in return for like what happens two, three, four, five years from now. Right, yeah. It it's yeah. it's that opportunity cost. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes anyway, sense. Anyway. That's uh that's that's my spiel on Aaron Herrera. Yeah, I hope he stays. I see him as one of the guys I can win a championship with. <laughs> and I will never mention another name. Right. Being a of guy you mention. I can win a championship with it. Because as soon as I say that, they're gone. Hey, actually, like all seriousness, Albert Ruchnack is a guy I could see myself winning a championship with. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. We, that's wait, you. You we're just... still on for the Euros this year, right? Like that's going on this year? Oh, yeah. So we're definitely losing Albert at some point I hope this so. year. I hope we get more than 1.7 out of him. I am genuinely excited for Real Salt Lake 2022. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm, 2023 just, is going to be a riot. Huh? That's why they pay you the no bucks. <laughs> RSL Nation, do you have anything else you want to talk to the folks about? Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's been a pleasure as always. It's your boys, Adele and the Adele Baker. Adele and the Baker. Adios. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> <laughs>